This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This week, MMWR published reports on vaccination coverage among children by age 2, testing infants and children born to pregnant people with hepatitis C, and more. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. First, vaccination coverage among children remains high. However, disparities persist and are widening for some groups of children. Second, CDC issued new recommendations for testing infants and children born to pregnant people with hepatitis C. Third, e-cigarette use among high school students declined in 2023, yet nearly half of youth who have tried e-cigarettes reported current use. Finally, further efforts are needed to identify and overcome barriers for clinicians to implement the most recent tuberculosis testing and treatment recommendations. Welcome, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of October 30th. Global immunization is responsible for preventing up to 5 million deaths each year. CDC recommends vaccines against 15 potentially serious diseases by age 2. In the first report, CDC analyzed national survey data to assess vaccination coverage among children born in the U.S. during 2019 through 2020. Overall vaccination coverage among children by age 2 remained high and stable. However, disparities persist and gaps are widening among some groups. Higher vaccination coverage was seen among children living at or above the federal poverty level compared with those living below it. It was higher among children covered by private insurance compared with those with other types of insurance or with no insurance. Vaccination coverage was also higher among children in urban areas than those in rural areas and higher among white children than Black, Hispanic, and American Indian and Alaskan Native children. To remove financial barriers to vaccination, the Vaccines for Children program covers the cost of recommended vaccines for eligible children. These include children and teens, 18 and younger, who are uninsured, American Indian or Alaskan Native, Medicaid-eligible, or insured by health plans that do not fully cover routine immunization. Strategies must be implemented to improve vaccination coverage, address disparities, and ensure protection against vaccine-preventable diseases for all children. Clinicians can help reduce disparities by making strong vaccination recommendations, identifying additional venues for vaccine administration, and enhancing reminder and recall interventions. Elimination of hepatitis C is a national priority. In 2020, CDC released universal screening recommendations for adults, including a recommendation to test pregnant people during each pregnancy. Yet, perinatal hepatitis C cases have continued to increase. In the second report, CDC issues new recommendations for testing infants and children born to pregnant people with hepatitis C. The new recommendations include testing infants aged 2 to 6 months born to pregnant people with hepatitis C. Testing should be done with a nucleic acid test for HCV RNA. 
infants with detectable hepatitis C virus RNA should be managed in coordination with a clinician with expertise in pediatric hepatitis C. Identification of infants and children exposed to hepatitis C, referral to care for those diagnosed, and curative treatment are critical to achieving hepatitis C elimination. Clinicians are encouraged to implement CDC's recommendations for hepatitis C testing, including testing all pregnant people during each pregnancy and testing all infants and children born to those with hepatitis C. Commercial tobacco use among youth can lead to lifelong nicotine addiction and subsequent disability, disease, and death. In the third report, CDC and the FDA examined 2023 national survey data to assess tobacco product use patterns and associated factors among U.S. middle and high school students. Nearly 3 million middle and high school students reported current use of any tobacco product. Notably, current use among high school students declined from 2022 to 2023. This decline was primarily driven by a decline in e-cigarette use. For the 10th year, e-cigarettes have been the most commonly used tobacco product among both middle and high school students. Nearly half of youth who have tried e-cigarettes reported currently using them, indicating that many youth who try them remain users. Additionally, among students reporting current e-cigarette use, about 1 in 4 reported using them daily, and nearly 9 in 10 students used flavored e-cigarettes. Youth e-cigarette use remains a critical public health concern. The use of tobacco products in any form is unsafe. Sustained efforts to prevent youth from trying and using tobacco, as well as strategies to help them quit, are critical. Testing should be a routine and integral part of caring for patients at increased risk for tuberculosis, also known as TB. This includes people born in countries where TB disease is common, including China, India, Mexico, the Philippines, and Vietnam. CDC recommends testing people at risk using blood tests when possible. If a diagnosis of latent TB infection is made, CDC recommends prescribing a short-course treatment regimen. In the last report, CDC analyzed TB testing and treatment practices among clinicians during 2020 through 2022 to better understand how these recommendations are being implemented. In 2022, about three-quarters of reported U.S. TB cases occurred among people not born in the U.S. Only about half of clinicians who responded to an annual survey reported routinely testing non-U.S.-born patients for TB. Of those clinicians who performed routine testing, a little more than half said they used the TB blood test recommended by CDC. One-third reported prescribing the preferred short-course treatment. To eliminate TB in the U.S., Further efforts are needed to address barriers for clinicians following recommendations for testing and treatment. Because of gaps in clinician knowledge and practices identified from the results, priorities should include continuing medical education on TB testing and treatment, especially for physician assistants and nurse practitioners. In addition, interventions to improve adherence to recommended practices, such as electronic medical record prompts, and identification of clinician groups that might need additional resources. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. 
You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov MMWR to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.